I am so excited about this. I want to welcome you to the Purpose Project Podcast. During our time together, I will teach you how to pray, how to intentionally develop intimacy with your Creator, and challenge you to discover and embrace your God-ordained purposes. I am your host, Margie Florent. My prayer for you today is that you will be empowered and strengthened in the Word of God to move forward into your destiny. Prayer opens up the door for God to work. I'm thankful that we can pray. The Bible says we have not because we ask not, but when we ask, God responds to the prayers of the righteous. The Bible says the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous man avails much. Your prayers avail much. My prayers avail much. When we come into agreement for this prayer point today, you will see the Spirit of the Lord have his way in your life and to do that which he has spoken that he will do. But I am going to pray for you this morning for courage. And before we do, I have a few scriptures I'd like to share with you. Okay, I have a word for someone, I don't know who it is, but this is what the Holy Spirit said to me. He said, it's time for you to embrace all that God has for you. Don't allow the enemy or fear and intimidation to hold you back. It's time to be strong and very courageous. Now, if we look into Exodus chapter 14, this is where the um, children of Israel were about to be pursued by the Egyptians. I'm going to read these scriptures to you. Um, God told the children of Israel to camp at a certain point, and he said that he's going to harden Pharaoh's heart so that he will pursue the children of Israel. And he said, basically, I want to get all the glory. I want to get all the honor. And this is exactly what's going to happen. I want them to know that I am the Lord, your God, that I am in the midst of you and that I am mighty. So it says here in verse five, that it was told the king of Egypt that the people had fled and the heart of Pharaoh, as God said he would do, um, and his servants was turned against the people. And they said, why have we done this? That we have let the children of Israel go from serving us. So they regretted letting the children of Israel go. They were mad, they were angry. Things were stirred up and they said, what did we do? So he made ready his chariot and took his people with him. And he took 600, I want you to know this, 600 of the choice chariots and all the chariots of Egypt with captains over every one of them. And the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, and he pursued the children of Israel and the children of Israel went out with boldness. I believe that God had a plan to rescue the children of Israel just like God has a plan for your life and it's plans to prosper you and not harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. But in order for you to move into that destiny, into that which God has for you, you have got to be strong and very courageous. Even though you see the enemy behind you attacking you, even though circumstances look bleak and grim, God's word is forever settled in heaven. He has a plan for you before he ever formed you in your mother's womb. He knew you. He ordained your purpose and your destiny. My word for you today is not to allow fear and intimidation to hold you back. 
Here we see the children of Israel being, you know, being pursued by Pharaoh's choicest men, choicest chariots, and they were getting ready to blast the children of Israel. So let's see what happened. Verse 9, so the Egyptians pursued them, all the horses and all the chariots of Pharaoh, his horsemen and his army, and overtook them camping by the sea beside this particular area that I cannot pronounce. And when Pharaoh drew near, the children of Israel lifted up their eyes and behold, the Egyptians marched after them. So they were very afraid and the children of Israel cried out to the Lord. So they were afraid. They had fear. They had intimidation. They had lost their focus. They had taken their eyes off of the God who rescued them out of the, out of the land of Egypt. And suddenly they were looking at their circumstances like many of us have done. And so this is what happened. Verse 11, and they said to Moses, because there were no graves in Egypt, have you taken us away to die in the wilderness? I would say that's a pretty negative confession, wouldn't you? They got into doubt. They got into unbelief. They got angry at Moses. They even got angry at God. And they said, why have you so dealt with us to bring us up out of Egypt? Is not, the, the, is not the word that we were told in Egypt saying, let us alone that we may serve the Egyptians? For it would have been better for us to have served the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness. You've got to be kidding me. You talk about being, being completely entrenched in doubt and unbelief. That's exactly where they were. Okay, but this is what Moses says to the people. And this is what God wants to say to you. First of all, the Holy Spirit wants to say to you, it is time for you to lift up the hands that hang down. Strengthen the feeble knees. Make straight paths for your feet, lest that which is lame be turned away. God said, you are not of them that draw back. But he wants you to pursue. He wants you to overtake. He wants you to move forward in purpose and in destiny. If you have a consistent desire on the inside of you that won't go away, that is the Lord. I hear the Spirit of the Lord saying, I will give you the absolute desires and the secret petitions of your heart. Only I need you to be strong and very courageous. I never said to you that it would be easy. I never said to you that it would be smooth sailing. What I said to you is to pursue and overtake them and I will be with you in trouble. I said I would be with you and if I am for you, who can be against you? Verse 13, now this is what Moses said to the people. So Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. Fear not, God says, I am with you. Be not dismayed. I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with the right hand. My victorious amplified says, right hand of my righteousness. He said to the people, do not be afraid. Do you know how many times the Bible says, fear not, fear not, fear not? Because God knows that as human beings, we are prone to fear. Fear is the absolute opposite of faith. But God is saying to you today, fear not, I am with you. Strengthen the feeble knees. Keep that switch of faith turned on. Have I not spoken it? Won't I make it good? I am not a man that I should lie, neither the son of man that I should repent. 
what I have spoken over your life, I will make good. There is a Holy Spirit, spirit of prophecy here today. God, I knew that the Spirit of God wanted me to share this with you today. And those that are watching the replay, remember, there is no time and no distance in the spirit realm. This word is for you right now, whenever you listen to it. Okay. So Moses said to the people, do not be afraid, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Listen, greater is he that is in you than he that is within the world. You have the God on the inside of you and he is just Jehovah uh, Rapha, your healer, but he is the, the big one. He is the God, I don't know what the Hebrew word for is. He is the God that is more, I think it's El Shaddai. He is the God that is more than enough. He's more than enough. And he is on the inside of you. The greater one, the God that is more than enough is on the inside of you. I will, I will bless you. I will keep you. I will make my face to shine upon you. I will give you rest. I just need you to trust in me with all of your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. You've acknowledged me in all of your ways. Now know that I will, God says, direct your path. Just stand still, he says to the people, and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. God said, I'm going to accomplish it. God said, uh, he that has begun a good work in you, he said, I will bring it to completion. I am going to accomplish it. I just need you to surrender to me. I just need you to put yourself in my hands. I see many of you right smack in the middle of the palm of God's hands. You are in the palm of his hands. Rest in the Lord. Wait patiently for him. The scripture says, fret not yourself because of evildoers, because of circumstances. I have engraved you in the palm of my hand. I will accomplish that which I have spoken, that which I have promised in your life. He says, which he will accomplish for you today. Now, in this case, it was today. Some things for you are today. Some things for you are to, to, for tomorrow. Some things for you are for next week or for the next few months. No matter what the time frame is, you need to believe God, that God has everything under control, especially when you pray. We know Satan is the God of this present world. And when you pray, you're putting God in control. So having done all to stand, the Bible says in Ephesians 6, stand therefore with your loins girt about with truth, having on the breastplate of righteousness, your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of keep peace keep that word of God in your mouth keep speaking the word of God he will accomplish that which he has spoken over your life for today he says in this case for the Egyptians who you see today you shall no more see them forever and verse 14 the Lord will fight for you and you shall hold your peace and the Lord said to Moses why do you cry to me Tell the children of Israel to go forward. God is saying to you today, I want you to go forward, whatever that means to you. Listen, this is prophetic preaching. This is a prayer point. I'm going to pray for you, but this is prophetic preaching. What is prophetic preaching? Prophetic preaching is when the Holy Spirit downsold scriptures like he's given me for you today. And he gives me these scriptures. And then I have a word for you through the preaching. But you have to not just hear with these ears what 
I am saying out of my mouth by the Spirit. You also have to listen to the inside of you. What is God saying to you? What specifically is the word of the Lord he is saying to you through this preaching? I remember when I used to listen to Kenneth E. Hagin preach and teach us at Bible school. I went to Rainbow Bible Training Center, 75, 76, and then 77, 78 for the second year. And when Kenneth E. Hagin would move prophetically, I can remember it was not only what he was saying, but it was what God was saying to me on the inside of you. Listen, my friends. God is very uh, personally involved with you in your life. He knows every detail of your life. So much so the scripture says he knows how many hairs you have on your head. He is acquainted with all of your ways. Read Psalms 139. It's one of the most beautiful Psalms in the word of God, in the book of Psalms. Read Psalms 139. He is acquainted with you. He knows you. He knows everything about you. He knows the plans he has for you. Okay, so he is going to speak to you on the inside of you. He has something very specific that he is saying to you today. Okay, so you know the story that the, 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 the children of Israel were pursued by the Egyptians and, and Moses stretched out his rod. He was obedient as the leader and the waters congealed and the children of Israel were able to escape um, the Egyptians, but all the Egyptians, their horses and their chariots were thrown into the sea. So they were completely annihilated. The enemy that is in your life, you may see him today, but he will no longer be in your life. Okay. Because God said, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. I will repay. What I need you to do is I need you to stand still and see the salvation of your God. I will fight this battle for you. I am not a man that I should lie. What I have spoken, I will make good. I just need you to stand still, be still, and know that I am your God, that I am your vindicator. Okay, let's go on. Here's another scripture that the Holy Spirit gave me for you. It's out of Deuteronomy 31.6. It says, be strong, take courage. Don't be intimidated. Whatever is intimidating you. God said, be strong, be bold. Don't be intimidated. When I first started preaching, I would get so intimidated by the faces of the people. But God had to really show me, you are not to be intimidated. You will go wherever I send you. And whatever you speak, he says, I will give you those words to speak. Be not afraid of their faces. If you're called to public ministry, God is saying to you today, be bold, be strong, don't be intimidated. My spirit is upon you. I have anointed you to preach the gospel to the poor. Don't allow fear and intimidation to hold you back and keep you from operating in the fullness of your gifting. The gift of God is without repentance. There is a gift of God on the inside of you. I don't know who this is for, but the Holy Spirit wants to encourage you today to be bold, to be strong, not to be intimidated, okay? He said, now, let's go on. He says, don't give them a second thought because God, your God, is striding ahead of you. There's someone here, God wants you to know that God is going before you. He is preparing the way. He is making the crooked ways straight 
and the rough places plain. The mountains and the hills are going to break forth before you into singing, and the trees of the field are going to clap their hands. God said, I'm striding before you. I am going before you. I am preparing the way. Now is the time. This is the season for you to advance and just know that I, the Lord your God, am going before you. Okay. He says, I am striding ahead of you. He's right there with you. He won't let you down. He won't leave you. If you know God is for you, who can be against you? If you know that God is with you, you know that you can move forward with confidence, with courage, and with boldness. Another scripture he gave for me, gave for me to minister to you today. First Chronicles 28, 20. David also said to Solomon, his son. Now, okay. Now he says, be strong and be courageous and do the work. Just do the work. God, just be faithful in whatever you set your hand to do and God will do the rest. All he wants you to do is take out that step of faith. Take that step of faith. Move out in faith, even if it's something very small. God says, you step out in faith and I'll do the rest, okay? It's not our work anyway. So many times people think they call it their ministry. Well, we're stewards over the ministry, but it's God's ministry. It's my ministry, says the Lord. It's not your ministry. I've given you the anointing. I've given you the calling. I've given you the personality and everything that you need to fulfill your purpose and your destiny. But it all comes from my hand. God says it all comes from me so just do what I've asked you to do take that step of faith he says and I will do the work okay he said do not be afraid or discouraged for the Lord I speak to that discouragement in the name of Jesus you know the discouragement is the beginning of the loss of vision a really good book that I wrote I would encourage you to get it you could get it off of my website is focus eliminating distractions for enhanced spiritual vision. And, and one of the things that I talk about in focus is, is that discouragement is the beginning of the loss of vision. If you begin to get discouraged, you're, you get clouded, your, eye, your spiritual eyes get clouded and you can't see past the, the, the discouragement, okay? And, and, and you, you start to lose your vision. The Bible says, without a vision, the people are distraught or the people perish. Lift up the hands that hang down. Has not God really said those things to you? You need to keep your focus and your attention on what God said. Has not God said? Isn't that what the devil um, uh, said to Adam and Eve? Has God really said that? Okay. Has God really? Geez, the devil's always going to try to get you to doubt what God has said. But when you know that God has spoken something to you, you know that, that, that this, that which you have in your spirit is from the Holy Spirit, that he has written on the tablet of your heart, that purpose and that vision. You just shrug, you just blow off that discouragement. You rebuke the enemy and you say, no, I'm going to lift up my eyes toward the hills, Psalms 40. From whence my help comes. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. And you'll see that God will begin to restore your vision. Okay? So it says, do not be afraid or discouraged for the Lord your God, my God, is with you. He will not fail you nor forsake you until all the work of the service of the temple is finished. So many times those of us as leaders, we have a vision, a universal vision, not just a personal vision. We have a universal vision for revival, for this move of God. 
for the power gifts to be in manifestation. And many of us, especially those of us on the East Coast, we've been believing God for 38, 39 years. And I, I don't know about you, those of you that live on the East Coast, but I have never lost hope. I've always known that, that, that the East Coast, and even your part of the country, that we are on the verge of another major move of God, that God is gonna perform his will in the earth, that there is a generation that's gonna see the mighty acts of God. You think about the miracle working power of God and how you know, th these, how the waters congealed and then God, then Moses stretched out his rod and that the waters came down. That was a working of miracles and operation. How much more in the day and in the hour that we live in with the Holy Spirit will we see signs and wonders and gifts and manifestations of the Spirit of God? Okay, so, you know, so anyway, I was, my point was until all the service of the temple was finished, God is not finished with this move of God. God is not finished with our nation. God is not finished with your nation, okay? There is work to be done. And just know that as you do the work of the ministry and you do what God has called you to do, God said, I am with you. I just want you to finish the work. So many people start out strong, but they don't finish. God wants you to finish strong. He wants you to be strong and very courageous. Finish strong. Whenever you reach a wall, you reach a hindrance, and you reach opposition, to me, that's just proof that God is in it. It's just proof that the enemy doesn't want us to move into that open door. The Bible says a great door and effectual has been opened to me, but there are many adversaries. Well, I've got news for you. God has gone before you. God has already prepared the way. He's already put the key in that door. All he wants you to do is cooperate with him and walk through that open door. It looks like this particular prayer point is going to be longer than the rest, and I'm good with that because we cannot put God in a box. We've got to be open to the Holy Spirit. If the Holy Spirit is flowing, we've got to flow with him because he knows who you are. He knows who's listening, and he has a word for you. Not only a word, but he wants, we're going to pray with you. I'm going to pray for you, and he's going to cause you to be strong and very courageous now, not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. I will strengthen you with my by my spirit in your inner man. And I'm going to put within you a grit factor. It's something on the inside of you that will rise up, that will cause you to be bold and strong and courageous. Okay, Joshua chapter 1 is another verse he gave me for you. You know the story. Moses had died. God gave them 30 days to mourn, and it was time for Joshua to take his place, just like it's time for some of you to take your place. You don't, don't allow fear, intimidation to hold you back. I don't care that you're a woman. I don't care that you're young. I don't care that you're a guy. I don't care what you are. If God's spoken it, he's going to make it good. So Moses has passed away, and it's time for Joshua to take his place. And he says, okay, now this is what he said. And this is a promise for someone. It's, there's different promises that are going forth today. He said, every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, God said, I've given it to you. God said, every place that the sole of your foot has tread upon, God said, I've given it to you. Let me tell you something. If you live 
wherever you live, the city that you live in, God said, I've given it to you. You're to have dominion over the, over the, over that area. I have given you that city. God said, I have ordained the places in which you are to live. And if you live in a particular city, I have called you to be a watchman on the walls of that city, to pray and to stand and to believe God for, for the salvation of the people in your city. God says, I've given it to you. All authority, Jesus said, has been given to me in heaven and in earth. Now I want you to go, therefore, and use that authority. What greater way to use your authority than right in your own city, right in your own sphere of influence? God said to Joshua in this particular instance, I have given it to you. And then he goes on to say the whole territory and what it is. Verse 5, and for the sake of time, we're going to skip to verse 5. He says in verse 5, listen, about for you, who can be against you? No man will be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you or forsake you. Notice how many times in these scriptures, God keeps reminding us that he is not going to leave us or forsake us. Listen, when we know that we have God in us and we know that he is with us, we know that no weapon formed against us will prosper. And every tongue that rises up against us in judgment, God said, I will condemn and I will show to be in the wrong. When you know that he is with you, you know that you can pursue, you know that you can overtake, you know that you can recover all. So he says, he says, he says, be strong. So Joshua was prepared, okay? But God had to continually tell him, no matter how prepared you are, sometimes you will fight fear. You will fight intimidation. You will, you will have doubts and worry, okay? So God has to encourage him. You know, sometimes you, God can encourage us, and the best way he can encourage us is through the word of God. But let me tell you, sometimes like David, we need to encourage ourselves in the Lord. How do you encourage yourself in the Lord? You lift up your hands and you start speaking the word of God over what God has said to you. You start prophesying to your circumstances. You start declaring what God has said, okay? So he says, be strong and of good courage. For to this people you shall divide as an inheritance the land I which I swore to their fathers to give them. But then he says a second time, only be strong and very courageous. He says, not, not just, I don't, don't, I not only want you to be strong and good courage, he says, I want you to be strong and very courageous. He knows that some of the things that we face, he knows that some of the things that we face are not going to be easy. He knows that there's times we gotta be bold, we gotta be strong, but sometimes we need to be very courageous. Let me tell you, if I, if I allowed fear and intimidation to stop me from the call of God on my life, I would never be where I am today. I was raised with five brothers. I was a very quiet, introverted person. And if you looked at me too long, I would shrink like a violet. But when God called me into the ministry, he said, it's not going to be by might. It's not going to be by power. It's going to be by my spirit. I just need you to be strong and very courageous and know that I am with you. Okay, he says, be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, gave you, commanded you. He said, don't turn from the right, don't turn to the left. You do exactly what God has told you to do. do uh, make sure you do all things, I don't know where this scripture is, according to the pattern 
that has been shown you in the, in the mount. Okay, you do exactly what God has told you to do. And if you don't know exactly what God has told you to do, you can take a few steps here and there. And, and as you take those steps, God will lead you and guide you and direct you. So many times we have something in our hearts and in our spirits, but we've got to take that first step. And when we take that first step, God shows us more and more and more. And all, I've had this happen. We take a huge giant step and we know God is in something, but he has to cut off certain things that were not exactly part of the plan. So you need to hear what the spirit of the Lord is saying. He says, do not turn from the right hand or to the left. Then he tells him, listen, you want to prosper? Meditate in the word of God. Observe to do everything that I command you. And then he says the third time, only be strong. Verse nine, have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. He says, do not be afraid. He says, or dismay. Now here it is again. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Okay, last scripture before I pray over you. This is a scripture the Holy Spirit gave me for you. Psalms 27 verse 14. Okay, wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. Remember, be still and know that he is God. Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he will strengthen your heart. I say, wait on the Lord. What a powerful, powerful, powerful time we just had in the word. Now let's go ahead and I want to pray over you. I would like for you to put yourself in a posture of receiving. I believe spiritual things are transferable. I also believe that prayer opens up the door for God to work. So I am going to pray for you. I believe the Spirit of God is going to empower you and strengthen you with might by His Spirit in the inner man. So Heavenly Father, I just want you to lift up your hands and receive. So Heavenly Father, I just thank you for those that have listened to this powerful word. <clears throat> that came right from your heart, right from your heart, Father, right from your heart. I thank you. I'm also hearing that you want your people to be still and know that you are God, that in the world they're going to have tribulation, but they can be of good cheer because you, Father, have overcome the world through your son, Jesus, through his death, burial, and resurrection. Father, I speak to their hearts. Father, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells on the inside of my friends. I thank you, Father, that today and during the replay, you are quickening their mortal bodies, but you're also rising up within them and you are quickening them in their soul. Areas in their soul, Father, where they're weak. Areas in their soul where the, the, the things have become dim and they are becoming discouraged. I speak to that discouragement in the name of Jesus and command that fear and discouragement and that intimidation to be peeled off of them. What I'm seeing in my spirit, I'm seeing fear and, and intimidation. Uh, it's, it, you're wearing it like a cloak. I see the hand of God coming up to you and he's peeling off that intimidation. He's peeling off that fear in the name of Jesus. And he's clothing you today with a robe of righteousness. He's clothing you today with a mantle of, of a greater boldness 
to accomplish that which he has called you to accomplish, whatever that means to you. So, Father, I thank you. I thank you for my friends. I pray, Father, that they would be bold. I pray that they would be strong. I pray, Father, that they would be very courageous, that you would impart unto them everything that they need to walk in the light of what you have for them in their life and in their relationship. I hear the Spirit of the Lord saying, Behold, I have given you power to tread on serpents and scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy, nothing shall by any means hurt you. I've already gone before you. I want you to begin to, to, to tread on the enemy. Be strong, be bold, be very courageous. You're part of an army that I am raising up for these end time days these last days and you're an army and I see the Holy Spirit I see the Spirit of God uh, how do I put this into words I see you you were once like a you at once were like this I see him pouring into you courage and strength and I see you getting bigger and bigger and you growing muscles and you getting stronger and stronger and stronger to do that which he is speaking unto you. So Father, I worship you today. I thank you that my friends, Father, it doesn't have to be a 30 minute prayer. I just thank you that you are empowering them with boldness. You are empowering them with courage. I also see somebody, you've got blinders on your eyes and the Holy Ghost is anointing your eyes with eye salve that you may see and he's tearing off those blinders and now you can see clearly you know the vision the purpose the plan of whatever he's speaking to you and for someone it may be to have children or for to have a beautiful family unit whatever it is he's saying to you so father i worship you today I thank you, Father, that this is the day that you have made, that my friends can rejoice and be glad in it, that you have turned their mourning into dancing. I thank you for the garment of praise, for a spirit of heaviness. Father, I praise you and I thank you for encouraging them to be bold, be strong, be courageous. Thank you for listening to the Purpose Project Podcast. For more content, video, and teachings like this, visit margieflorent.org.